Good day, good day, good day. And thank you for tuning in to another segment of Let's Be Real. This is your girl, Savan Ebonique. And as usual, let's hop in with both feet. I want to apologize to you guys for my absence. Um, I was actually taking time to focus or recenter myself back on what I was doing and um, working on in my life. And actually today I had an interview uh, with Guardian Ad Litem here in Florida in order to become a, um, a guardian of children, so to speak, but not a guardian, but I would end up helping out children um, that basically have to go through the court system and foster system. Uh, I help I help the courts in order to get them placed into better situations. I stay a constant in their um, lives as they may go from house to house um, and family to family. So I basically had an interview to become a person like that to be able to help kids because if I'm going to be doing these podcasts and I can help you verbally, then that means I could put into action what it is that I preach. And um, kids are our future. Kids are our future. And what it is that we decide to give them, show them, uh, or teach them, ultimately it will carve out not only their future, but ours as well. Because as they grow, we grow old. And I don't know about y'all, but I would like to be comfortable whenever I'm old. (laughs) I would like to have people that actually believe in community again. I would love to be around people that actually believe in love again, which leads me into the topic of this segment, which is why are you guys so toxic? And what I mean by that is whether it's social media or whatever, but small towns especially, why are you guys so toxic? Nobody in Southern Illinois or any other small town in USA is doing any better or any worse than anyone else. You're in the same exact place, the same exact location. You may have a better house, you may have a better paying job, but what in your right mind makes you think that you may be better than anyone else that is around you. And the reason why I say this is because, well, everybody knew how how it was that I grew up, not in the best setting, so to speak. My clothes sometimes stunk or I stunk and my, uh, they were sour from having to try to hand wash them inside of a tub and not properly air drying them. Um, It's also not being taught how to take care of oneself. Of course, um, luckily enough, I guess for my sister, she had um, my aunts and her friends to be able to teach them. But yeah, instead of people trying to help me out in my situations uh, or educate me, better yet, they took the stance of wanting to make gossip or talk like I didn't hear it or like I didn't know it. It's just that I didn't have anything to retort with for one. And then two, I was very, very soft. So there's no way that I was actually going to end up standing up for myself. But instead of helping me as adults or even as my peers, they prefer to talk about me. Now, back back then, all people could really do was talk. But with the introduction of social media, now people talk to embarrass one another or set up fights or be as ratchet as possible. And I want to understand why. 
how is it that as a community where no matter where it is that you're from black white hispanic alien it doesn't matter why is it that you guys cannot help each other or support one another like you're afraid that somebody may be better than you what is better than you if you're securing yourself and you're loving yourself and you're appreciating yourself in your entirety no matter what it is that you give to somebody else it won't matter you have enough to give but some of you guys be sitting on secrets sometimes you guys are sitting on jobs and you'll pass on the jobs only to the people that you like as opposed to the people that actually need it and you know that they will actually work through it there's a lot of nepotism within uh the cliques in small towns big cities whatever why don't you guys want each other to succeed why is it that you guys are steady on that crabs in a barrel uh, have that crabs in a barrel mentality but then constantly talk about how it is that oh we need to uplift one another oh we need to do this for another then what are you doing to help out your community are you just posting stuff on facebook in hopes that they will read it but while you're posting that on facebook then you post another uh video of a fight or something that is completely unintelligibly rude in general that is toxic behavior there are families that are in southern illinois who they do keep drama going in the end they keep gossip going and you know who these families are and so much the people that are not within these families not within these cliques cliques these people try to work hard and keep the drama going and become the center of attention and just act an entire ass in order to be uh a part of their circle even though they're at the lower end of the status totem pole and they're still being talked about it doesn't matter because they're with them it doesn't matter because they're a part of that clique that is toxic I don't know how it is that everyone plans to move forward or uh, the people that are older, they're talking about, oh, well, back in my day, we, you know, used to take a village. Then why did you stop being that village? These exact same older people are still on Facebook or in person, still talking about each other as opposed to bringing one another up. I don't care what it is. Like, for instance, there is a, a girl apparently that one of my sisters was arguing with. Now, this child apparently is now an adult now kids but heavily on drugs out there a little loose as we would say or basically she sleeps she sleeps around let's be real and she has a drug addiction but i remember this child whenever they would hop onto the bus and they would get on smelling i guess worse than me because i could smell them <laughs> but they would get on the bus and they wouldn't have their uh hair combed or brushed their clothes were dirty um they were hungry and every time that they got on they didn't have that they weren't taught so they didn't have the the what is the word that i'm looking for i guess the sense or the know-how like everybody else so they would get made fun of so i would stand up for them or i would just provide uh seats like safe seats for them whenever i knew that they were getting on the bus so they would be able to sit close sometimes especially with their brother whenever i would get from school and i would have snacks and stuff like that i would give him snacks if he was still hungry but this child had the audacity to speak on my mother my siblings etc etc it was it was just ratchet drama and so much of me wanted to respond and just be like you know well i think you forgot where it is that you came from so much of me wanted to be like okay well no f that i'm, I'm about to say this but instead 
I literally just told my sister just to leave her alone. Now, did my sister listen to me? Of course not, because my sister is one of the people that I'm talking about. Now, I told her to back off because the more that I thought about it, all the little um, phrases and kickbacks and uh, the verbal harm that I wanted to ca cause her would have done absolutely nothing. Why? Because this child had been through so much already. She didn't already value herself and she doesn't value herself. So people that don't value themselves, they depend on that drama. They always have imaginary friends to fight until somebody actually comes along and then it's an actual person to fight and it continues. Why is this acceptable? Why is this normal? Why is it normal to be so dramatic? Why is it so normal to be ratchet? But then you want somebody to take you seriously. Why is it normal to, to demean one another, show off all these fight videos, the people that are drugged out, laying out on porches, the people that are struggling, pro known prostitutes, known crackheads, known whatever. Why is it popular to make fun of these people? Why is it popular to think that you are better than them? You are not. We all may live in bigger houses, quote unquote, uh, because of the money that we make because of the um the positions that we put ourselves in but regardless of how much money you make you are nothing if your heart is not good you are nothing if your mind is not well balanced you are nothing if you don't see that all these people on the outside of you whether they are blood blood related related to you through the bible as adam and eve uh, repopulated this world if you do believe in the bible that is then you know that adam and eve repopulated this world so that means that all these people around you are your brothers and sisters but because you weren't born into the same family as them all of a sudden you have this idea that it's okay to separate yourself from them and make fun of them this is not a community that needs uplifting from anyone else than internally each one of you guys needs some internal work because it's ridiculous to see how it is on a constant basis that you continue to bring each other down, but then you want to talk about a system of oppression. However, you are oppressing yourselves. You are oppressing yourselves. Yes, there are people that are uh, racist. Yes, there are certain things that have been put in place to, to say no to you instantly, regardless of how much it is that you worked but the first note that you get is from yourself and from your community i have pulled myself up from the most unimaginable things i have been through the fires of hell my own hell my own world i have been my own devil my own demon because of the things that i've decided to hold on to that kept me back but it was my responsibility to build myself up it would have helped yes if i had uh that hope Whenever I was younger, it would have helped if I would have had that guidance while I was younger. But regardless of the things that I went through, I went with my heart with all things and I never came from that bad space. I thought that I was a bad person because of all the things that had happened to me. And so I began to uh, externally show them. So I would get in trouble at school um, a lot, just basically fighting authority and all the rest of that. But I would do that because I didn't know how to deal with my own, own emotions. Some of you guys are older and somewhat younger than me or all the way younger than me. And you're not able to deal with your emotions because all of a sudden you're told that you need to be hard. But for what? What are you being hard for? Who do you have to be tough for? Each other? You have to fight each other on a constant basis, but then you still 
try to talk about how it is that a system holds you down, you are the system. You are the first rink, the first brink. You are the first thing that hold each other down is each other. If your community is not supporting you, if your community isn't uplifting you, if they are not helping you during hard times, if instead they decide to make fun of you, or instead you decide to adapt to the situations around you and you become no different from them, you are toxic. Your community is toxic. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't on the outside looking in, as far as a person that now has removed themselves from that, I would not want to go back and help this community. Why? Because if I go back and I help, I'm enabling you because you did not want to do it yourself. You have not been wanting to put in the work or the, the, or to value yourself enough to get out of your situations or to help a brother out, literally, or a sister out. You've decided to adapt and become someone else because it is more popular to be that, it's more popular to be hard, it's more popular to be emotionless. And that's why it is that some of you guys are literally losing your minds because you're battling who it is that God made you to be or who it is that you were born to be and becoming someone else who you were never meant to be. You're not true to yourself. You're not original to yourself. Everybody talking about being 100, you're not 100. You're not even 50%. You're sitting somewhere around 30 or 20 because you continue to keep this cycle of pain going within your society, within your social media, within all of these different outlets, where it is that you could be more positive and up uplift people and all the rest of that and brag about the good stuff that you do. Yes, if you decided to give a homeless person a dollar, some food, whatever, and you wanted to take a picture with them and they were okay with that, take a picture and post it again. Because in comparison to all the negative stuff that I see, the, the, the negative is currently outweighing the good, at least in some of you or with most of you. And that's ridiculous. And then you have the people that, okay, they see their community for what it is, cool. And so they remove themselves from their community, right? But then whenever they go back to visit or to be a part of it, then all that they do is just start more drama and more chaos in order to watch a show because it won't matter because they have to go back over to their house over in the suburbs. It won't matter at all. But you let people egg you up and, and put you down and make you feel like you're worthless and you work so hard to be part of these worthless people that you lose yourself along the way. To be ratchet is not cute. I don't care how it looks, how it feels, how you think it, how it, you think it is because the guys are looking at you. Guys look at dogs too. Guys look at toothless women as well. Them same people that you were taking videos of, that you were making fun of, they will have sex with them in, on a dime of the hat. And that means nothing to you, right? But this is the system that you guys create. Used to be something else. You refuse to change yourself because if you change yourself, then that means that you're not being authentic to the community in which you came from or the hood that you came from. What has that hood or that community done for you? It's kept you stuck in that same type of housing. It's kept you struggling with and for money because you don't value yourself to see that you actually do belong in the suburbs. You don't work hard enough past that point because you've already been trained and told since you were young that you'll instantly get no, so why try? Or you get into so much trouble that you continue to get put in and out of jail and then all of a sudden you wanna give up hope because you say that nobody will give you a job. Create your own job. 
This is a world of possibilities. Not impossibilities, possibilities. But whenever you limit yourself, your mind, your heart, what it is that you're willing to learn, what it is that you're willing to give up, that's whenever you create this whole toxic person because you're not working for doing what it is that you need to do for yourself and you continue to listen to the people that are around you instead of the people that really want you to get pulled up. People get mad at rich black people in the black community People get mad at rich black people whenever they don't give back. What are they giving back to? What are they giving back to? People that don't appreciate anything, people that won't uh, take in what it is that they're trying to put out. Um, what is it that they're giving back to? People that just wanna be enabled. You have to be able to work on yourself. You have to be able to confront what's going on within you and without you. The Because what is within our community is not normal. It is extremely toxic from the way that you treat each other to even the way that you treat your kids. There was a video that was going around where a, a father had, I guess, caught his 12-year-old daughter having sex. And so he decided to beat her with a belt, which is normal, right? Or at least it was normalized in the black community. The way that he beat that child and the way that she screamed in agony and all the parents agreed because they were like, yeah, she's 12 years old. She doesn't need to be having sex, blah, blah, blah. The same way that he had lashed that child with that belt was no different from the way that black people used to be lashed unrelentlessly with uh, whips and chains and all the things that they could be beat and abused with. Parents are repeating this with their children and here we are applauding and like yes that's what needed to happen no that isn't what needed to happen you are treating your kids like slaves you are teaching them how to be like slaves early whenever they decide to be kids run around play around fight and break things what do they do they get punished instantly whenever they have their own opinions that they they form from the little things that they've learned in life instead of telling them that no that they're thinking wrong or whatever listen to their opinions but whenever you tell them to shut up early and you keep telling them to shut up and you keep telling them that they're being too loud and you don't actually discuss with them or tell them what it is that they're going through you develop these same slaves this is what it is i don't agree with kanye for the most part because I don't like how it is that he presents himself and I don't feel like he's real but this is what it is that he meant that black people choose to be slaves it's been 400 years but you decide that you choose to be slaves because of how it is that you treat each other how much you oppress each other y'all don't need any y'all don't need any masters to do it for you because you keep doing it to yourself whether it was is with drugs alcohol beating your children the way that you do or beating yourself up the way that you do demeaning yourself there's not a person a single successful person in this world that will say to themselves that they're stupid that they can't make it that their hair isn't long enough that they're that they aren't pretty enough or nothing they don't think about that they think about where it is that they could be despite their physical limitations or despite how it is that they might look to someone else and that's something that the black community needs you need to be able to value yourself enough to do the hard work despite everything that you've gone through despite everything that you've been taught you have to be able to release those patterns of abuse what we do to our kids is abuse withholding food is abuse if 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 you took your child to the daycare for instance 
you take your child to the daycare and they decided to discipline your child the same way that that man disciplined that, that child in that book, would you be upset? Or in that video, would you be upset? How pissed off would you be? If your child decided to do something or like throw their food or whatever at the daycare and the daycare people took the, the food away from them or the school took the food away from them and decided to stop providing it to them, what would you think that is? Abuse, right? You would feel like that's wrong because that is your child. So why is it not okay for other people to do it, but it is okay for you to do it. And don't say it is just because you're the parent, because if you wanna to go to that, let's go to the video of Black China and her mom. And what did her mom say? I don't care if I, if I sold your pussy to a, a thousand people, you respect your mom. So, so just because you're my mama, then I have to endure whatever it is that you give to me. That's the slave mentality. You get what I'm saying? If the slaves didn't listen to their masters, what happened? They got punished. If the slaves wanted to speak up, sing up, sing, say their hymns, they got punished. They got punished for wanting to read. They got punished for wanting to further themselves. And that's the exact same thing that you do to your black people within the community. As soon as they decide that they want something more to further themselves, you have drug dealers coming after the kids trying or to be their, their runners. You have the other people that are on the other side is like, why do you speak so white? Or We do this to each other. We don't need anybody else to do it. We don't need anybody else to do it to us because we keep doing it to ourselves. And until it is that we decide to stop being the masters and slaves within our own community, until we decide to do that, this cycle will continue to repeat. And then you'll keep wanting people to treat you right. But you show people how to treat you based upon what it is that you allow. And the black community has allowed this within their community for so long that the cops don't give a damn about you. The government doesn't give a damn about you because you don't give a damn about yourselves. So I want you guys to to focus on that and see what it is that you're doing wrong within your community. What is it that you're saying? What fights are you recording and repeating and putting back on Facebook? How are you demeaning a person that actually doesn't deserve your time? And if they are broken and hurt, are you gonna help them up? If you're not gonna help them up, don't speak about them. If you're not gonna pull them up, don't you open your mouth to say a single thing because you then become part of this oppressive system. You then become a master amongst slaves and a slave yet and still yourself. Nobody's nose is clean. Everybody has gone through stuff. Everybody's family has their secrets and has their BS. You are not above anybody. We all make mistakes. We're all imperfect and we are all constantly learning. But until it is that we decide to take it upon ourselves to take responsibility for our actions and how it is that we keep things the same, we will not be able to move forward. We will not be able to get beyond this point. And people that are older, just because you are older, that does not mean that you have it all or that you know it all. We all experience things at different times and at different paces. And it's not up for you to say that you will always teach somebody. You are always a student as well, but you can teach somebody that doesn't know how or doesn't have the knowledge, then you can share knowledge, but be willing to stay open enough to receive knowledge from them. Because especially with kids, they come in with knowledge already instilled by God before it is that we decide to change them, to make them into whoever it is that we want them to be, which is more or less broken just like us. 
Now, I want you guys to think about that and get together as a community and how is it that you can shape and mold the community? How can you begin to change something else? I decided to go with the guardian ad litem and I don't have the age specific, uh, specificity. I don't have a gender or a race specific, uh, specificity, specificity, you know what I'm trying to say? Shit. <laughs> anyway, I'm not specific whenever it comes to that because I can touch many different people regardless of those limitations that have been set forth by doctrines. And I feel like you should too. The reason I get so heated with this is because the more that I grow or allow myself to grow and the more that I speak and learn from other people as I continue, then the more that I see what is wrong or the real root of heartache. And it is you, it is us. It is the patterns that we pretend or continue to repeat and then normalize, but they're not normal. We should not be raised like that. Kids should be able to voice their opinions. Kids should be able to talk about what's going on within their system. And anytime it is that you feel disrespect, explain to them why it is that is disrespectful, but build a relationship with your child as opposed to a master to slave type mentality or a master to slave type relationship break the system you don't have to call them bad teach them how to be the opposite of what it is that they are and if you don't understand what that is then maybe you should uh have somebody else come along and teach them put them into etiquette classes sometimes i know the boynton street community center offers a lot of different classes in order to help the kids uh move up from where it is that they are to have a little bit of knowledge do that but whatever it is that you do as a mother, as a father, as a, uh, a leader, a guardian, whatever it is that you are that puts you into a, a power or a position to change stuff, start changing it. Because the longer that we keep on on this phase, the more that it's gonna hurt. And eventually you are gonna be one of those older people talking about, well, back in my day, we can change that. We can change that but we have to first change ourselves and be willing to educate our children in the proper way. And if you don't know what that is, I recommend the big black book. The big black book, um, you can uh, get from your libraries, you can get from off of Amazon, but it does teach you how to pay your bills. It teaches you how to raise a family um, and it gives you all the secrets of life in general. So this I highly recommend and I wish you guys all well. I love you. And please do something more. We have the ability to change our own circumstance. We are not powerless. God gave us birth whenever we were birthed here on this earth. Then we were given the power to do everything. Because in each of us is the essence of God. So we create our own world. And if you're tired of the situation that you see each day. If you're truly tired of it. Start changing it one person at a time. This is Savannah Benique. I thank you for tuning in for another segment of Let's Be Real. Thank you, and I love you.